0: So we're going to be um, going ahead in our recover theme. Um, and, you know, you know that our, our scripture for recover is taken from the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30 and verse 8. David asked the Lord, should I chase after this band of raiders? Will I catch them? And the Lord told him, yes, go after them. Tell them, I say, go after them. So they stole these guys stole, they stole all their stuff, took you know their family, everything. God said, go after them. He said, Will I catch them? Yeah, the Lord told him, Go after them. You will surely recover everything that was taken from you. And if you keep on reading, see, David went and they did recover everything that was taken from them. You know, I love the, the KJV or NK, he said, pursue, overtake. And what? <laughs> and recover all. I love that, you know, pursue them. He said, pursue, you shall surely overtake, and without fail, you will recover all. Pursue, overtake, and recover all. KJV. So, everybody say, pursue, pursue overtake, take, and recover all. And recover. Come on, look up at me, everybody, and do it. Let's say, pursue, pursue overtake, overtake, and recover all. So, what we're focusing on this month is the recovery of what Christ already obtained for us on the cross that, you know, that we're not walking in. It belongs to us, but we're not walking in it. We're going for it. We're going for it. And last week, I showed the example of what it means to be in Christ. I showed many illustrations of what it means to be in Christ. To be in Christ means to be in union with Christ, to be attached to Christ, to be joined to Christ. So that automatically means that everything that is in Christ is yours also because you and Christ are now joined like Siamese twins amen, amen. hallelujah you are you are joined together and you share resources you are joint here with Christ amen. amen so we are so we're joined together i many not if you can grasp it yeah. in your mind you know sometimes you see some scriptures like you know i think it's in first john chapter chapter 3 verse 1 first john 3 verse 1 you know behold what is the more man of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. Verse 2. The, it did not know him. And verse 2. It says, Beloved, now are we children of God. It has not yet been revealed what we shall be. But we know that when he's revealed, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Verse 3. And everyone who has this open, in you purifies himself just as he is pure. Verse 4. Everyone, whoever commits sin commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. And you know that he was manifested to take away your sins, and in him there is no sin. Amen. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. We're going to get into all this when we talk about abilities later. Let no one deceive you. He who practice righteousness is righteous just as he is righteous. It was sins of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy what? He might destroy what? The works, the, the works of the devil. It was manifested that he might destroy all the works of the devil. So when we are in Christ, right? Because Christ has manifested to destroy all these works, when we are in Christ, we are supposed to be walking in the victory. Of, the distro- of all those things that he has, you know, destroyed. Amen. That was his purpose, and he fulfilled his purpose. How many of you know that Jesus fulfilled his purpose? Yeah. Okay, yeah, amen. So, this, everyone say the devil is destroyed. Devil is destroyed. And that what means he's paralyzed him. He's, you know, it's kept, it's now, the devil, you know, is now paralyzed. We just need to know who we are and what we have in Christ. Amen. So, last week, I talked about, I said I will break it down, Uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. uh, Sorry, A, B, C, D, E, F. uh, So that you can remember. The A part is what I talked about last week. I talked about our access and acceptance. The things that, the access and the acceptance we have with the Father as a result of being in Christ. That's what we talked about. Where we're seated. How the door is open to us. How he loves us. How we can pray. And you know our prayers can be powerful and effective, so that's what we talked about. So today I'm going to go to the B aspect and the C aspect. I will actually combine them because the B and the C, the B and the C are you know sort of interrelated. You know, so B has to do with being our being, who we are in Christ, and C has to do with our capabilities in Christ, our being and our capabilities in Christ. Everybody say our being and our what? our capabilities in Christ. So, uh, being is who we have become. Last week, A, was, you know, how, you know, the access we have, how the Father sees us, how he's accepted us. Being is who we have become. And then, capabilities is what we can do. Everybody say what we can do. So the reason why I'm linking it together is because who you are determines what you can do. I gave an example last week. I said a monkey can climb, mount, can climb trees, right, very fast. Because it is what? Because it is what? A monkey. Because it is a monkey, therefore it can climb, right? If you want to try it, you are not a monkey, right? You can't jump like that. The way the monkey is jumping. The reason why the monkey can't jump like that is because its being is, is a monkey. But let's assume that we just call a monkey right now and we lay hands on the monkey, and then the monkey becomes a human being. The moment the being of the monkey changes to human being becomes a human being, it will try to jump on the mountain I and mean, to jump, you know, the trees, and it can't do it anymore. Why? Because its being as changed. And then the monkey now can talk and start talking because it's being has changed. So I'm trying to tell you that who you are determines what you can do. Your being determines your doing. Your being determines your capabilities. Are you guys getting what I'm saying? So I want you all to listen to me very carefully because some of these things I'm going to be saying when you hear them you know, your mind sometimes will tell you, nah nah, 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 I don't think I can do that. But just realize it, like just like I told you, if a monkey becomes a human, then it has the capabilities of a human. If a human becomes something else, then it has the capability of what? Of that. If you become an angel, for example, right now, then suddenly you have speed you have you have the ability to appear, appear, go through world, do all that. I'm just saying that if your being changes, then your capabilities also changes. Everybody said after me, say if my being changes, then my capabilities also changes. You guys get it? But we must know who we are. Everybody say we must know who we are. So the story is told of a of an eagle. So the g- eagle, when it was an eaglet, um, for, for some reason, you know, got into the, the farm of a farmer who raises chicken. And then the eagle was raised from an eaglet with the chickens. So, so it's, it, was a, it was an eagle, but it was among chickens, right? So it started behaving like a chicken too. Was eating like the chickens, you know, what do chickens do? They quark or whatever they do, you know. It was doing the same thing that chickens do. Just kept on doing it and just kept on doing it. Then one day, so it now it's now grown to become an eagle. Then one day, somebody visited the farm. Someone visited the farm and said, this is an eagle. So took the eagle out and then took it up to a very tall mountain and then it, fly, because you are an eagle. As the eagle was thrown to fly because of fear and all that, it spread its wings and started to fly, and just started to fly, and then became the eagle that it was. But the question is that, has it not always been an eagle? It's always been an eagle, but what limited it? Doesn't know the, the perception of self, where it was raised. I want you to, guys to understand that there are many perceptions that we have of ourselves that are limiting us. Some people, their perception of their skin color has limited them. Because I am black, therefore there are some things I can't do. Or because I'm white, there are certain things I can't do. Um, some people, their backgrounds have limited them their perception, their background. Ah, I was, born, I was born in a place where nobody really achieves anything. I was born in a place, you know, I mean, backward place or whatever. And so they still live with that. They don't know their true being. They are responding to the environment that we are, they are raised in. So they are egos living among chickens and acting like chickens and eating like chickens And flying, like you know, flying. But the fact is that they have wings; they have the ability to fly, but they are just not using it. Amen. Because they do not know. Hallelujah. So the goal of this is to reveal the ego nature within you, so that you can stop acting like chickens. Did you get that? We want to reveal the ego nature. In you are in Christ, so that you can stop acting like chickens. Come on, enough of chickens, enough of Christian chickens. Huh? Chickens get eaten. Eagles fly. Huh? The devil has been eating Christians because they are eagles, but they are acting like chickens. But it's time for you to show your eagle nature, and because you are, and show that you are seated far above all principalities and powers. And to soar right there, up there, where the devil can touch you because you know your true being. So please don't let that thing inside of you. You know, you have, you have the real root is a spirit, but then you have a mind, right, that has been trained in a particular way. So when you are re- revealing new words and new things to it, you will hear it mentally, but then something inside of you will just tell you, that's true, but that's true, but. That's true, but remember um, last week. Remember three years ago. Remember, you know, that time that you tried it and you failed. Remember, 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 remember. That's the ego. That's the chicken inside of you coming out. That's the chicken. So anytime you see that, you know, that's chicken, 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 chicken. chicken. <laughs> yeah, all those remember. Or, yeah, but, you know, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but you know, it's the chicken butts. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't do. Just receive it. Everybody do that. Just receive it that way. That's fly. All right. So let's do So we have recover your being and then recover your capabilities. That's what we're doing uh, today. Recover your being, who you have become, and recover your capabilities. Recover your capabilities, what you can do. Hallelujah. Are we ready? Are we ready? Amen. So I'm just going to be reminding you, and I will explain to you, I'll give you the scripture. The first thing that I want to tell you today is that you are born again. If you have made Jesus the Lord of if you are in Christ, you are what? Born again. And what? And alive. Ever say, I am born again. You are born again and alive. That's a very simple statement. And we've said this so often that sometimes we have lost the power of it. You are born again. How many of you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior in this place? Can you wave your hands? And those of you watching online, come and type it if you have received Jesus. You have confessed Jesus as your Lord. The Bible says you are born again. You are born again. You are born again. That's the beginning of your being in Christ. You are born again. And there are some implications to somebody being born again. Okay, so John chapter 3, verse verse 3 says, um, except a man be born again, he can, John chapter 3, verse 3, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Unless you are born again, you cannot see. So when you are born again, you can't see. Your being changes and then you are, you know, your, what, your sight also changes. You are now able to see certain things because you are born again. But let's take it literally. What If somebody is born again, let's assume that we are able to get somebody in this place right now, perform an operation, and get you to finish this life right now, your physical life. Are you listening? I'm trying to use a, a physical thing to illustrate a very powerful spiritual truth so that you can know this being. So, let's assume that it is possible for me to just, you know, take somebody's life right now and end and erase their current life, physical life. And then, tomorrow, tomorrow, the, the same person now is born again as a new baby. Are you guys following me? He's born as a new baby. Imagine that that was possible Now. Everybody that sees that new baby that is born, do they have a right right now to hold the person that baby responsible for the life of the whole person? Come on, answer me, is, it, is that? No. Let's just assume that it is possible physically. No. Does that baby remember? I mean, do, does it? Is is it bound by what happened in the past? Does it even have? Does it, does it even have a past? No. It's a new beginning. So I want you guys to understand that God saw that there was no way that our old, our old life, the old life that we had in our spirit, right, before we met Christ, there was no way that that old life was able to fulfill its purpose. That being was deficient. That being that we were before was deficient. He did not like God, he was not righteous. He loved sin. He was not capable. He could not inhabit the spirit of God. He could not, you know, hold the spirit of God. So God says, you know what, rather than us trying to take this old dead spirit to a panel beater, to beat it into place, or, you know, to do, to try, God says, you know what, this is the best thing that we can do. Let's kill this old man, or this old person inside of us. Romans chapter 6, verse 6. Romans 6, 6, let's kill this old man and do away with it by the supernatural act of God and instead now let's implant a new person inside these people that will resemble Christ. Knowing this, that our old man, or our old nature was crucified with Christ our sinful self so that we might lose its power in our lives. We're no longer slaves to sin. In other words, the We're talking from a spiritual standpoint right now. From the spiritual standpoint, the person you used to be does not exist anymore. You are born again. You are born again. So everything you did, right, before you got born again, you didn't do them. You hear what I'm saying? You are not the one that did them. I know some of your classmates will come and say, hey, remember when we were in high school? Remember when we were in elementary school? And you know, remember when we went to do that? You need to remind them and say, uh, You behave as if you don't understand what they are saying. Uh, like, you know, I'm, I'm baffled. I'm baffled. And then say, so What's happening? Well, because the person that did that is dead. He's dead. He's gone. There's a new man here. Everybody say, There's a new man here. <laughs> There's a new woman here. If you want it, amen. There's no male or female in that spirit. You know, they just use man. There's a new being here. Come on, say there's a new being within me. Hallelujah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, what capabilities does that does this give you? Being born again. What? First of all, let's look at how that thing happened. First Peter chapter two verse three says that that born again experience was done by the word of God. First Peter chapter. We know that our sorry, first Peter chapter one verse twenty three. It says, Been born again, not of corruptible seeds, but of say for you have been born again but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. Please give me the NKGV. You know, because of course it's talking about that the word of God is the one that gives and that's a good one. Functional translation. I've been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God which lives and abides forever. So, the operation that changed you, that killed the old man and implanted a new man in you was done by the word of God. When you received the word of Christ, you got born again. When you accepted the word of Christ, you got born again. And you can say it right now. So, there are some implications to being born again. The first implication is that you become a natural overcomer. Because you can't be born of God and lose. Amen? You are born to win. Everybody say, I'm born to win. 1 John chapter four, verse, uh, chapter 5 verse 4. 1 John chapter 5 verse 4 says, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. You can go back to NLT or, or whosoever or whatever is born of God overcomes the, the world. Everybody say, I am a world overcomer now. Now, I want you to lift your right hand and say to me. Say, say, because I am born of God. I inherited certain qualities from my father. And one of the qualities that I inherited is the quality of winning. Say, I'm a winner by nature. My dad is not a loser. I can't be a loser. Like father, like son, like daughter. Are you getting what I'm saying? I want you to boldly say, I am a winner. Anytime you face a challenge, say, I'm a winner. My dad wins, so I win. I have the winning gene running inside of me. You know, when you go to the hospital and all that, they want to do tests on you and all that, they will say, what is your family history? Yep. You know, and they will ask you, oh, did, your, did your mom have this? Is your dad have this? Is your uncle have this? Is your whatever? Hallelujah. So you also have a family, a spiritual family history. Oh, you get what I'm saying? Your family history is now in Christ, Spiritually. And therefore, there are certain things that you inherit, certain tendencies and capabilities that you inherited because of your family history in Christ. Because I am born into the family of God right now, I'm a winner, I am an overcomer. Amen. I am I, you know I'm naturally like him. Amen. Do you get what I'm saying? If I act not like him, I'm acting not like myself. The true me is like him. Amen. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I'm just acting out of character, amen. But that one is not my character. You know, some people do something, they say, you know what, well, you just have to take it. That's my nature. No, no, if you are a new believer, that's not your nature. You are acting out of character. Your true nature is the nature of God. Your true nature is the nature of love. Your true nature is the nature of faith. Your true, na- you, are, you are a natural believer. Why do we call you believer? Because you have the believer in you. You have an apparatus inside your spirit that now believes. because. God- again. Born of the spirit. Oh. I'm born again. Born of the spirit. Of the water spirit. Oh. I'm, born. I'm born again. Hallelujah. Come and say I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. Then because you are born again you see wherever you are born that's where your citizenship is. Wherever you are born from, that's where your true citizenship is. Philippians 3.20 For our citizenship is in heaven. Our citizenship is what? Is in heaven. Our citizenship in heaven. This is better than U.S. citizenship. The U.S. takes care of its people in some ways. Every nation wants to take care of their people. But I tell you, this heavenly kingdom takes care of its citizens. Because you are now born into a new kingdom, you have citizenship in that kingdom, so you have the right of citizenship. Yes. People don't know that you have right of citizenship. Stop crawling before God. Like, you know, you are, I don't, you know, I, I don't mean to derogate, but stop crawling before God when you're about to enter his presence. As if you don't have your papers. Yeah. Eh? You have papers. Yeah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Have your heavenly world <laughs> papers. You have your heavenly papers. You know we travel, and you know we have, we have enjoyed. Like, so the American citizenship, I, I enjoy. I enjoy all citizenship. So when we're going to West African countries, we pocket our we pocket our American citizenship. we behave be able to we're not American. So we show our, our Nigerian citizenship. So we can enter into all the West African countries. And the American the American passport has to get. Has to get a visa to enter. But when you get to other nations, we just show it. I remember when we were traveling, we, were, we had to travel through, I think, about three nations in a day or so. We had to go from Malawi to Mozambique and into Zimbabwe. And every one of them has border at entrance and border at leaving. I mean, you, you don't even want to go through that nightmare you understand? in Africa. You understand? If it's just one. So you, you're about to enter one, you face them, and you see lines. Because they just believe in Africa that you have to make things difficult for people. that's that's one of the beliefs that we have to change they just believe that the more difficult it is the most valuable it is so you see people lining up in the sun and whatever and then when you're about to leave again you line up again and then you now finish lining up, leaving this other nation then you enter to the other nation and then you line up again to enter that world and then you line up to leave that world again (laughs) it's terrible but you know what the blue passport. <laughs> the blue passport has power. So, when they see the blue passport, they will separate us to another line. Oh, the Americans. But the only problem is that because we're doing a road trip, all the people that are still on the line, even though they answer us first, all the people on the line were still going in the same transportation. So, <laughs> makes no sense. So, we have to wait for them anyway. But what I'm trying to tell you is that the, that passport represents a citizenship, right? And therefore, it represents certain rights that I have. Many of you today, I want you to know that you carry the heavenly passport. Come on say, I carry the heavenly passport. You know, you know those who tra- that will travel together, sometimes we are have to use the heavenly passport. So we get the American passport, you know, the rest, but we use the heavenly passport. And we'll we'll be on the line like that. And then somebody will just be walking. Some of those guards. Like, we'll be on the line, at the back. And then somebody, one of the guys, will just come walk to us, and just say, you. Right, Pastor Olu? He'll be like, you, come. Us. And then separate, and create a new line for us. Yeah, that's Everly Passport. That is in operation. Are you getting what I'm saying? You guys need to know, you know, passports have different levels. <laughs> You guys, there are different levels of passport and different accesses that passport A citizenship gathers you i mean i mean allows you to enter you understand the heavenly passport can enter anything it has access to heaven's resources everybody say because i am born again my citizenship is in heaven say i will never forget that therefore i am capable say i'm capable of, oh, come on, you guys! Come on, show give me some energy. Those of you on live, please give me some energy. People, come on! Say I'm capable. Say I'm capable of exercising my right, my right in prayer, my authority in Christ. There are things that belong to me as a result of my birth. They are called my birth rights. Somebody say I have birth right. I have heavenly birth rights. I have heavenly birth rights. I have heavenly birth rights because I'm, I'm a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. You know the reason why also, this is one of the reasons why I tend not to like to say so much. When they say our people, they say, pastor, let us help our people. The first question I realize is that which people are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> which, which people do you mean? Because most when they say are people, they are talking about black people. Yeah, thank God, black people are my people. But you know, you can you can subset black people and say, okay, uh, Nigerian people are my people. Or African people are my people. Or Nigerian people are my people. Or Western Nigerian people are my people. Or Ilefe people are my people. Or my compound <laughs> in are my people. So which people are you talking about? My people are everyone whose citizenship is in heaven. Regardless of their color, regardless of their race, regardless of their background, those are my people. Those are my people. Amen. I'm a citizen of the kingdom of God primarily. Because I became born again. And I identify with that citizenship above every other citizenship. I'm a citizen of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Do you guys get that? Huh? So when you say you are born again, do you get it? You have a new life. You have no past. You have no history. Amen. You are starting, you are starting afresh. You started afresh. You are a child in the kingdom of God with right to what your father asked. You can now start living a new life. You are alive. You can now start living a new life. 1 Corinthians 15, 22, In Adam, all die. That's our whole nature. In Adam, everybody die. But in Christ... All will be made, ah, alive. I am now alive. You know, my being is different. Because I'm born again, I'm now made of a different substance. You see, your your old being was made of a devilish nature. And was made, you know, the Adam was fleshly. and I still have the fleshly part. But the guy that is inside of me, the real me, is now made of the eternal life, Zoe life. Of God. I now carry God's nature. I'm now a partaker of the divine nature. God's divine sperm is the word created me. That's what that seed there. You know, in First Peter 1:23, the word used for speed there, I mean seed there, first Peter 1 actually is the word translated sperm. That's what it is. He said, Being born again, not of corruptible seed. You know, it's sperma. God's divine seed is inside of me now. And therefore, I have the nature of God. Come on, say amen. amen. I love it. You see why I behave like the way I behave? Because I can't. I have to be like my dad. Amen. Do you get it? And if I behave out of character, you need to remind me. Uh, remember your dad now. Remember the Son of who you, of who you are. Everybody, lift your two hands and say, "I am born again." Number two, if I can do it, you know, do more. Uh, I have 12 of them, so, but God knows. God will help us. <laughs> you are a completely, a, a completed, actually it's supposed to be a completed, a completed new creation. Everybody say completed. Completed, what? New creation, they will change it. I mean, completed new creation. I use that word completed, very important. Completed new creation. Hallelujah. Everybody say new creation. new creation. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone, if anyone is in Christ, Everybody say anyone? anyone. Remember, we're studying in Christ. If anyone is in Christ, He is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold all things have become new. Everybody say, all things have passed away. All things have become new. And the next verse says, and all these things are of God. So these new things we're talking about, they are what? They are of God. Listen to me, everybody. In Christ, you are a new creation. The word Means in the Greek a new species. That's what it means. A new species that never existed before. It's the word kinos in the Greek. Kainos, It's a new species that's never existed before. You guys need to understand that there is another species on the earth apart from the human species. We, our bodies are homo sapiens, but our spirits are homo divinus. Amen. Amen. We have the divine nature. Everybody say, I have the divine nature. I'm a, I'm am I'm, I'm, I'm different. I'm not just a mere man. I'm not just a mere human. You know, Paul was telling the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 from verse 1. He was telling them, why are you guys, why are you guys behaving like, like mere man? You know, brethren, I could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal people, as to babes in Christ. You know, you grow in Christ, right? Babes, babes in Christ. I fed you with milk and not with solid food until now you were not able to receive it and even now you are still not able because they're not growing in Christ for you are still carnal. For where there's envy strife, and divisions among you are you not carnal and behaving like what? Mere men. mere men. So Paul was trying to tell them that you are not mere humans. There's another part of you that is beyond human and that part of you is the spiritual part of you. That part of you is it's, 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 it's love. That part of you is faith. That part of you is of God. You know, husband, wife, don't sometimes we behave like mere men. Instead of behaving like what, like the, the people we have in our families, we behave like mere men at work. Sometimes we behave like mere men. The same fear that the people in the nation have. The same fear that the people in the city have. The same way that they are talking. The same way that they are acting. We are also acting the same way. Not understanding that we are new creation in Christ Jesus. We are men from another world. Really, we are aliens. Amen. Aliens living. I know the kids are laughing over there. We are aliens living in these physical bodies. You guys, you don't know that your dad is an alien. Amen. I came from another planet. And I'm living inside this body. Amen. And my goal is to take over this planet <laughs> and, and colonize it. <laughs> Amen. I'm an alien. I'm an alien from another world. Amen. Start thinking that way when you get to work. I'm an alien from another world. I'm not here to copy the behaviors of this world. I'm here to superimpose the, the nature and the behavior of my nation, of my planet on this planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I don't have to respond the way everybody's responding. I don't have to live the way everybody's living. I don't have to, you know, carry. have you seen, you know, all those aliens movies before? Check them out on Netflix when you get home today. Amen. You are different. You are a new being. You have new capabilities. You, are, you have access to technologies beyond the technologies of this world. And you are here to colonize. Hallelujah! Come on, can I get some excitement in the house? Now, I put the word completed here. For First of all, let, let's see how did we become new creation? Second Corinthians, sorry, Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, we, we were, God is the one in Christ. God walked on us and created us anew. So we are God's workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. For good works which God prepared before and that we should walk in them. So God wanted to do certain things on the earth So he decided that he was going to create he was gonna work and create a new creation, a new species that can carry out that work. So he killed the old man, made us a new man and put a new person inside of us. And now we are new creations and we can now do those good works. We have the the abilities, the capabilities to do those good works inside of us. Amen. That's why you can walk in your purpose because you are designed for your purpose. Amen. You are being created for your purpose. The word there, workmanship is the word poema. Amen. You, you know you were God God took some time to, to write your story, to create you and then put you inside this physical body now in Christ and now says now go ahead and live out that story. Go go ahead and live that life. Go ahead right now and begin to live as a new creation on the earth. Can you shout everybody say I'm a new creation. I'm a new creation. Say I am a new model. I'm a new model of God's design. The first model of humans was in Adam. Now there's a new model. It is in Christ. It is in Christ. This is not to make me proud, but it is to accomplish the will of God and to do the good works that he has prepared. God knew the old model could not do the good works, so he had to create a new one. That can get the new work done. Are you excited about that? Is that changing? Colossians 2 10 say, and you are complete in him. In him. You are what? You are com- I everything say complete. Say I'm complete. Say I'm complete. You're pro you easy, like I told you. People make the mistake. They think that what they need, is, what they need is something to come to complete them. No, what you need is to know what you have and grow it. Amen you are complete everybody say, i'm complete there's nothing that christ has that is missing in you because you are joined to christ there's nothing that you need to fulfill your destiny that is missing you are complete in him you are complete everybody say, i'm complete oh say i have all the faith that i need i have all the love that i need i have all the visionary uh you know abilities that i need say i have all the anointing that i need it's all inside of me i need to release them not to receive them i only need to unleash them and not to receive them i am already complete in christ hallelujah come on can you shout hallelujah (laughs) you guys need to know it you know uh pearl all this you know when they were born all these babies are they not born complete they are complete they mature and grow but They are not just going to grow, then one day they have three eyes to complete them. Or they have another hair, you know, growing at the back. No, it's the same thing that they have when they are babies that grows and increases in strength. So you need to know that everything that you need to fulfill your purpose, everything you need for life and godliness. Second Peter chapter, uh, chapter 1 verse 3. Everything that you need for life and godliness is already inside of you. All you need to do is just grow in them and release them. You are not lacking anything. You are not lacking anything. You are complete. His divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who called us by his glory and virtue. Verse 4. Verse 4. So that by this great I've been giving us exceeding great and precious promises so that through this you might become partakers of the divine nature the divine nature everybody say i am complete in christ. in christ amen i have faith and my faith grows my faith is growing through knowledge my love is growing through knowledge everything i need to be all that i need to be has been put inside of me when i got born again i am complete in christ come on shout hallelujah if you <laughs> believe that Hey, Amen. I am a completed new creation. Are you guys, get, are you getting it? Are you getting more of yourself? Are you taking away the chicken nature? Are you taking on your ego nature? Number three, you are righteous. You are what? You are righteous. You have been declared righteous. Now you are righteous. What's a Pastor, lamb, can't, you can't call me righteous. I know those who are righteous. You can't call me righteous because I know what I did and I know what I do. No, I didn't talk about what you do. You get what I'm saying? There are, there are some people that are guys here. Yeah. There are guys in this place, you know, but they act like girls. And there are people who are girls who act like guys, right? But they are girls and they are guys, right? They just need to know their nature. Do you, are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? So I'm not talking about doing. I'm talking about being. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. No matter what you do, you are the righteous. And the more you get focused on the fact that you are righteous, the more you do righteousness. Are you getting what I'm saying? You don't wake up in the morning. If I wake up in the morning and I tell my wife, baby, 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 I feel like a girl today. She'll just laugh at me and just go. I say, feel it. You're a guy. That's my being. That's my being. That's my being. Hallelujah second corinthians 5 21 for he has made him to be sin for us who do you know sin that we might be made he didn't say that we might be you know that we might be come is a becoming is a being thing it's not a doing thing do you get what i'm saying you became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Whether you act it out or you don't act it out, you are the righteousness of God. What you now need to do is to awake to that righteousness and start acting it out. I'm righteous. You see, the next time, you know, if you fall into sin and all that, when you fall into that sin, after you fall, whatever, say, I'm the righteousness of God. Keep saying, I'm the righteousness of God. I'm the righteousness of God. The consciousness will dawn on you so that the next time you want to do it, you'll be be reminded, I'm the righteousness of God. And the righteousness of God does not do this. Paul said, I wake to righteousness and sin not. the story of this guy. The guy was struggling with smoking. True story. Struggling with smoking. And every time that he wants to smoke, he will say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And then he he kept on, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He kept on saying it, and he would smoke, and he would keep saying it. Then one day, as he wanted to smoke, he said, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. Something just rose up inside of him. He said, no, you are the righteousness of God. You don't smoke. That's how the guy broke the habit of smoking. He didn't break the habit of smoking by trying to break the habit of smoking. It doesn't work that way. You don't change behavior by focusing on behavior. You change behavior by focusing on belief. Uh, Your belief about who you are i am the righteousness of god in christ jesus and that's what, righteous people don't do that i am the righteousness of god in christ jesus i'm just acting out of being i am the righteousness so whatever it is say it say it you just got you just finished getting angry with everybody blah, 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 ah, and then i'm sorry ah, i'm the righteousness of god in christ jesus I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And you got angry? I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. After a while, the next time you want to get angry, you remember, ah, I'm the righteousness of God. If you say it long enough, I'm the righteousness of Christ of God in Christ Jesus. And righteous people don't get angry like that. The Bible says the wrath of man does not walk the righteousness of God. The wrath of man does not walk the righteousness of God. It doesn't produce it. Doesn't ex- exhibit the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. Everybody said the righteousness I have is not my own. It was righteousness, it was the righteousness of God that became mine. I couldn't achieve righteousness by myself, no matter how much I did it. How, how much I tried. Philippians 3.9. 3:9, 3:9, it said, being found in him. Not having my own righteousness. Not having my own righteousness in him not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is true faith in, come on, say it, in, true faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Man, I remember when this thing, I, do, I mean, don't mean, you know, I told you this story. I kept on shouting it everywhere, saying it to myself. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. It doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter what I do after I say it now. But I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. This is a fact. This is the truth. And it's not going to change. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I know there are two sides of me. There's the being side of me. That's the I am part of me. And then there's another side of me. That's the one that I observe that does this stuff but I go to the I am to the being part of me and I say yeah no matter what the doing part of me I've been doing but I know who I am I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and after a while the doing part of you will start to hear it and say ah it's true it's true she's the righteousness ah, ah. you know you know believe it because that one only learns by repetition do you get what I'm saying? That part learns by repetition. It's what you teach it. It's what you have taught it, that that's what it's telling you back. You know, it's not teaching something new. Tell, that, that, tell it that you are now an eagle, that you are an eagle, not a chicken. Amen. Amen! Somebody say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yes, I know what you did last night, but you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I know what you did, but you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. God sees you as his righteousness. You are his righteousness, and therefore, I wake to your righteous nature. And because I am righteous, I have access before God. I am justified. I never said I wasn't guilty, but I was declared not guilty. Amen! I did it! (laughs) Do you get it? You know, there's a difference between you know whether you did it and whether you are justified. There are many people that are free right now in this country that did it, and some people that are in jail that didn't do it. In fact, there are people that have been killed for what they did not do, and the people that did it are still free. In the eyes of the law, nobody can arrest them. OJ Simpson, nobody can arrest him. No. Amen. Do you know, because the law said you are justified. The same thing when it comes to us. You understand what God did was that. In Christ, he put our sins, he put all our sins on Christ and then declared us righteous. And there's nothing you can do about that. You just have to accept that. That's what the law says. Amen. If you go before God and say, God, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. Lord, I'm guilty. Like some of us do. Oh, Lord, I'm just so guilty. I'm so guilty, oh Lord. I don't even feel like coming to your presence. God will say, okay, bring the records. Let's see all the criminals in the book of life. Ah. His name, and our name is not in the criminal record. Then why is he talking that way? Then Jehreel Gabriel said, I know it's just, you know, this just, it's, you know it's, it's what the pastor has taught him. It's what they've taught him. That's why he's talking. But his name is not there. Your names your names are written in the book of life. Are you listening to what I'm saying? You are righteous. So start acting like the righteous person. Start going to God like the righteous person. Proverbs 28 verse 1, the wicked fleece when no one is chasing them, but the righteous are as They are bold, that's what? Well. Come on, say bold. bold. Stop praying prayers like, Lord, I come before you, little worm, crawling before you, oh Lord, this morning. I know that I'm not worthy to be in your presence. I only come just because of your divine grace and bounteous mercy, and that is why the only way you can look at me, because if you look at me based on the sin and based on that I cannot, and then you start crawling before God. God tells Gabriel, what is going on now? Can you imagine if your son did that to you? Can you imagine if he just entered my room and then start talking the way we talk to God and say, "Oh, Daddy, I'm not worthy to enter to your room because yesterday I shouted at Joshua, you know." But you know, if you look at me, little warm, I just give. I'll be like, Lord, baby, let's pray. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Let us pray. That is the dilemma we all put God into every time you pray. That's a dilemma we you put him into. It's like, ah, what's going on? Jesus, did you die? I, did I forget? <laughs> you know, you died now. Then why are they talking this way? Your access to God is not based on you. It's not based on you. It's based on what the blood of Jesus Christ did. The, the people don't appear before God by themselves when in the old testament the people themselves don't appear the high priest is the one that makes the appearance and the transaction is between the high priest and god and then the people are declared free god said i accept the sacrifice from the high priest what are you still thinking that way the transaction for your righteousness was between jesus and god now just get in christ and say i am righteous no matter what you are doing Oh, he said, Pastor, are you, are you teaching people? Are you giving them a license to sin? If anybody needs a license to sin in this place, lift up your hand. You need license. No, nobody needs license. People sin. This is not a license. This is your freedom from sin. Amen. It's your freedom from sin because you now know. He said, you present your bodies. Romans 12, he said, we present, he said, in view. Look at it, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. He said, in view of God's mercy. Romans 12, verse 1. In view of God's mercy, you know, no, looking back, Romans chapter 12, verse 1, looking back at what God has done, this righteousness, he had been teaching about righteousness, he said, ah, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. No, go, go to another translation, because that, by the mercy of God, actually, that word, by, in that place, you, understand? you know, we need to qualify, go to NLT for me, NLT, uh, a, a, more, a functional translation, he said, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God, because of all he has done for you. Yeah. We give ourselves to God because we know what he has done. If you are still trying to present your body to God because of what you have done or because of what you are promising that you will not do, you are making a mistake. You have to look at what he has done. He made me righteous. Ah, God, in my response to it is, Lord, I present my body to you. That is why he says that is your reasonable, you understand, that is your, acts, you know, uh, sorry, the, Kind he will find acceptable. A translation says, "This is your reasonable response to what he did. Reasonable worship. That's the, that's is just reasonable for you to do that because of all that he has done." Hallelujah! Everybody say, "I'm in Christ, and I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus." Hallelujah! How you guys get? It? Let me give you one last one. I have twelve, but I'll give you a last one. A last one. I'm going to jump. Uh, go to D. You are the blessed seed of Abraham. I mean, sorry, um, yeah, he. you are what? Everybody say, I'm the blessed seed of Abraham. Come on, come on, say, say, I'm the blessed seed of Abraham. You know, some people have have been taught that they have a curse on themselves. Uh, 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 The new creation cannot be cursed. The new creation cannot be cursed. The new creation cannot be cursed. No, no, I didn't say the new creation cannot be walking under a curse, right? Because of ignorance. But the new creation cannot be cursed. Because nobody can curse whom God has blessed. That's what he told Balaam. Balaam. He said, God has blessed you. They can't be cursed. You are not cursed. You just don't know it. You are blessed already. You are the blessed seed of Abraham. And don't take my word for it. Uh, Don't take my word for it. Sorry, Galatians 3, verse 13 to 14. Galatians 3, verse 13 to 14. It's your being in Christ. He said, Christ has redeemed us from the curse. Redeemed us from that self-defeating... What is that one? Message. Please take it away from message. Uh, Thank you. Christ redeemed us. Everybody read it with me. One, two, let's go. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming. Remember, he became, he be to come to curse as his own being on the cross. For it is what? Written. Cursed is everyone who is hung on a pole. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles. Through what? Is it through your effort? Through what? So that what? By what? We might receive the promise of the Spirit. Everybody say, "I am blessed." Somebody say, "I am the blessed seed of Abraham." Galatians three twenty nine. Let's rise up and let's Galatians three verse twenty nine. Everyone, Galatians three twenty nine. Galatians three twenty nine. <laughs> Come on, let's read it together. One, two, go. One, two, go if you belong to Christ then you have Abraham's seed and his according to the promise you are heirs. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3 let's read out Ephesians 1 verse 3 blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has what blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places lift your hands and say I'm blessed say I'm blessed I'm blessed in the city I'm blessed in the field I'm blessed coming out I'm blessed going out and I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed in the fruit of my body in the increase of my labor I'm blessed in everything spirit soul body finances career relationships decisions ministry my children are blessed my spouse is blessed my destiny is blessed. My future is blessed. My finances are blessed. Everything about me. My hands are blessed. My, my, my eyes are blessed. I'm blessed. I am blessed. And I'm a blessing. I'm blessed with the blessing of Abraham. No curse can survive around me because I'm connected to the blessed one. I'm connected to the blessed one. I know who I am. I'm an ego. The blessing is God's empowerment to prosper. Say, say, the blessing is God's empowerment to prosper. Everything I lay my hands on to do, prospers. Everything I lay my hands to do is blessed. Because I'm a blessed child. I'm a blessed seed of the blessed tree. I've been engrafted into the blessing family. I am blessed. in it i'm blessed in the city i'm blessed everywhere i'm a new creation in christ jesus i am born again i'm sanctified hallelujah i am separated i'm the righteousness of god in christ jesus i am the seed of abraham i'm a priest and i'm a king i'm sometimes i'm a priest and i'm a king i am the temple of the living god i am anointed Somebody say, I'm anointed. Say, I am anointed. I'm a love being. And I'm a faith being. I am a light. I am victorious. I am an ambassador for Christ. I am the salt of the earth. I'm the representative of God. I know who I am. I know who I am. I know what I am. That is me. Don't your neighbor. say, pleased to meet you. Come and talk to say, I'm pleased to meet you. I'm pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet you. I know who you are. Pleased to meet you. Blessed and highly favored. I live in it. In him I move. In him I live. And I have my being. I have my being. Not in myself. So the next time you see me act out of character or talk out of character, say, Pastor Len, that's not who you are. The next time I tell you that I am afraid No, you tell me Pastor Land, you are not afraid Because you have not been given the spirit of fear But of power And of a sound mind The next time I, I come to you And I say, I cannot do it Or oh, you said, no Pastor Land, that's not true You can now do all things Through Christ Ooh. The next time I say, I don't feel I don't feel anointed I don't feel anointed i don't feel anointed you tell me remember what paul said that the person who has anointed us and enabled us in christ is god you are anointed you are blessed you have power you are empowered you have capacity you can do all things everything that god has given you to do you can carry out. you can do it you can do it not by power not by mind but by my spirit says the lord you are empowered to do what he has called you to do You can be a great father, you can be a great mother, you can be a great husband, you can be a great wife, you can be a successful student, you can be a successful lawyer, you can be a successful minister, you are anointed, you are capable, you can do it, you can do it, that's who you are, I am. Thanks for listening to the Glow Podcast. We trust you were blessed and inspired. For more contents from Dr. Land, visit our website at www.pastorland.com and follow at Pastor Land on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Keep glowing. See you next time.